going on? Welcome to the Stubbs Show. My name is Stubbs Chief Rocket, and on today's show, we have my good friend. He has uh, started his own fitness company. He was a DJ. He did bodybuilding, which we'll get into. Everybody, please welcome to the show my man, Coolion from Ampletics. What's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Good. How's everybody doing? Good, good. Thanks so much for jumping on the show, man. So yeah, just so everybody knows, like I in in and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but for me, you know, going into pandemic, like I I reached out to Coolion because I I knew his story and how interesting it was just to see his transformation. So um that's how I've like he like I get inspiration from different people and, and you were definitely one of them. So, um, man, tell me about your, your initial weight loss transformation, because I know from the beginning, like, I remember when we met, when we were DJing, like, you know, if you're in that nightlife scene, it's a little bit tough in terms of, you know, the drinking and the unhealthy lifestyle and, you know, things that catch up to you. But I'm I'm curious, like, what's your story about your weight loss transformation and uh, what got you started and sparked up? Man. Okay. Well, my story is quite interesting. Um, I've uh, essentially since I played football growing up, um, other sports as well, and a big part of that is eating, right? And yeah. so, growing up in the entertainment industry, you know, through my young adulthood, um, I kind of just ate like I was still playing football, right? Which always kind of worked for me. Um, I was a I was a tricker, a tumbler, and all kinds of cool cool things like that in the industry, and. I kind of needed that energy anyway, so I never caught up to me until probably a year after I got married. Mm. Obviously, you know me from the from the scene and like DJing. Of course, it's just like drinking constantly and eating right after, which is the culprit yeah. of the. Um, and it's easy to do that. You know, it's easy yeah. to say, "Yo, what are you guys doing after this? Let's go get something to eat." Or, "Yo, people just feeding you drinks at the club." You know, because you're playing the right song at the right time. Yeah. You know, and it just over time, I just I, the craziest part for me was that over time, I didn't even notice myself gaining weight. My wife yeah. didn't even notice me getting gaining weight. Um, it wasn't until uh, a summer. I don't even remember the year anymore. I want to say 2015. Mm. Um that i saw a photo of myself on a boat in here in connecticut um overweight with hugging my wife and when i saw that photo that's when like it smacked me in the face and i was like yo like this is kind of a problem and you know i'm i'm one year married at this time so it was 2016 actually i'm one year married at this time so for me it was like i'm thinking about future family like right. what is like what what is the example i'm setting for you know my future family like i'm overweight like i was the biggest i had ever i think i was like 265 pounds mm. and con- i mean as embarrassing as it sounds i couldn't see my toes bro like i couldn't tie my shoes put on socks comfortably like it it became an issue an issue that took a photo for me to realize that i needed to change yeah so once i saw that photo um i just I remember coming back to LA and just starting. Like I literally just went outside and I tried to run. I tried to run. I went about a quarter mile until I walked the rest of that one mile run. It was the hardest mile of my life. Mm. And the next day I did it again. The next day I did it again. So I started documenting 
um, on my social media. I, I'm not sure if it's still there. It might still be in my, um, on my highlights. Uh-huh. Started documenting my, my running journey because that's how I initially started my weight loss journey. So I started off with one mile a day. That's literally what I did, one mile a day. And drank water, uh, drank clean water, uh, drank uh, and, and ate clean food, sorry. And, um, you know, I started seeing results. But, you know, when you're overweight, it's tough to see the results you have in your mind. Uh-huh. Um, compared to what's actually in front of you. So yeah, I was losing weight and yeah, like I saw like, oh, my stomach's going down, mm-hmm. but I still didn't, I wasn't satisfied because my idea at the time of what weight loss should look like for me was completely somewhere else. And I wasn't realistic with myself at the time. I wasn't as knowledgeable. I was just trying to lose weight, right? right. As fast as possible. And so I just remember being down, having those down moments, but continuing the process. Um, and a lot of the times that in the past that I have experienced this, um, where I just like, I had to drop 10 pounds, drop 15 pounds or whatever. Um, it was an easy, quick fix I could get to, but it was the maintenance and the lifestyle that I was missing. And that is what changed in this last go around for me back in 2016. Um, the, the times that I had failed before of trying to make it a lifestyle, um, those times for me were honestly without even me knowing learning experiences. Yeah. Uh, because I I remember very vividly like my my breaking moments where I was like, I'm I'm killing this diet, but like I didn't think that, oh, me DJing at the club at night and going out to have food just that one night was gonna be that effective. You know what I mean? Like, well it wasn't that it was like affecting my metabolism, just my metabolism, but it was also affecting like the habit, the discipline. Yeah. Right? And those are the things I didn't think about when I, you know, in the beginning stages of failing at this. Then this last go around, I started to like, okay, well, let me not do that. Let me not do this and see what happens. And I would do those things. And that's when I would see the biggest changes. How many biggest- times How many times did you have like where you, you did an attempt and then you bounced back and an attempt and you bounced like those previous Man. go arounds that you said? Well, I honestly, since 2000, about 2011, that's when it started for me because I was on a, so long story short, I was in a, um, on America's best dance crew and I was on, in a group called heavy impact. And our whole entire purpose was that, you know, heavier people can dance too and heavier people can Uh, like too. Right. Mm -hmm. And at the time I actually wasn't even heavy. I was just like muscular. Um, I wasn't even like, I wasn't, I was never skinny in my entire life. So it was, that was never a thing for me, but I was muscular. And by the end of that show, I was 100% overweight. Then I remember when, when I realized that I was overweight and I was like, I couldn't flip and things started to become more difficult. Moving around became more difficult. That was like my first experience. And again, the quick drops were easy for me. Yeah. Like, Oh, I have to lose 10 pounds. Cool. I'm going to go run or I'm going to go dance all day or I'm going to go whatever, you know, I just knew that I had to do something mm-hmm. and eat le- and at the time eat less. Right. So, uh, which is a mistake a lot of people make nowadays. Um, and so I would do those things and, and I would lose weight quick. It's just, I don't know if it's my genes. I don't know if it's just, just how, it, how it, my body was working at the time, but it definitely caught up to me over time. Um, so I, I mean, I went through that process probably around, I want to say three to six times somewhere in there before I started to like educate myself and 
further further my progress. It's so interesting um, that you say that because I know like for me it was it was similar too where I would have a a trainer and then if if you if you just set a goal like an intermediary goal of like all right well let's let's bring the bar down here and don't get me wrong trainers are awesome and you know they they motivate you to keep doing what you're doing but it starts with you right like that's yeah. that was the difference when we started our program together which was so interesting to me because um at the time like you had said oh we're just gonna text like we already knew each other anyway so it's not like i'm just texting some random dude <laughs> like i already all know right. you but like for me it was kind of like a trip because it was like dang all we're gonna do is email and text and we're not gonna like virtual train through zoom or any of that you're like yeah. no nah. like it was a long um kind of like talk between us about mindset because mindset is a huge thing right oh, like if you're not ready in your heart and soul to really take this on and and like you said change the habits of your life then you're not really gonna enact it and and live it out because you might just have that short-term goal but then once you're there you're like all right cool i could chill now but it, until yeah. you make it like a part of your daily embodiment exactly. of your of your routine and and what who, what you're all about um then like that that makes a big difference i remember you were saying because it's an eight-week program and you said once you get the habits in you'll you'll be good and i was like i didn't i didn't believe you at first i was like yeah. we'll see yeah. but that's the thing is like a lot of people so i get a lot of people that sign up for my program and pay for yeah. my program and a lot of people don't complete my program mm -hmm. and i have a i in every email it it, it informs you if you don't if you miss two check-ins which is two weeks yeah like my coaching it stops there wow. you know what i mean because then as i i at that point believe that you have it under control and you know what you're doing therefore you don't you you don't need you further don't need my assistance yeah. so that's how i take that so i get a lot of people that start my program like oh like gung-ho gung-ho get their best friend to do it their boyfriend their, their girlfriend whatever and then like everybody falls off right so i'm sitting here like all right cool like so that's why I appreciate people like you who actually complete the program and keep going. That is what it, that is like, my experience is everything that I put into my program. Like I'm able to help people because I've been through the grind and the trenches myself. Yeah. And I understand every single level of, of suffer, of suck that it's going to take for you to get to your goals. Right. Like, and yes, is there a creative ways like you took things? Is there are, are there creative ways that you can make meal prepping more enjoyable? Absolutely, there there absolutely is. But the reason why, which I'm kind of starting to like get soft with it because I'm actually experimenting a lot myself, um, um, sharing my like tips and tricks and yeah. and you know what i mean like i i kind of keep those secret because and I, I give a lot of them to my um my in-person clients like i give a lot of my tips and tricks but after a certain point so yeah. i make i'll make a lot of people work for it that that work with me um I may, i'll say three four weeks in i'll start giving them tips and tricks to make them kind of just be able to mask the suffer for a second you know right. what i mean because sometimes our minds do need a break from dieting and you know some people don't have that much tolerance for that kind of thing and you have to kind of adapt to that like you have to adapt to every client in the sense of yo this person is really is really struggling let me soften up here that way i can help them get through this little 
you know, bit, the bit of trenches that they're going through. Let, let me just help them get that little bit apart. That way they can keep going and get further. But when people finish my program and they take everything they learn, like I told you, and they take it with them and they apply it to their lives, yeah. that is my biggest goal. That is what I'm trying to get people to do because that is what exactly what happened to me. I'll be honest. I remember like when it came to the, the last portion of the eight weeks and I, we were wrapping up and I was like, Oh man, like I was kind of getting nervous because like, you know, like I said, I usually lean on my trainers so much because they're, 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 they're your, your, your guide, your, your guiding light of what you should be doing. But at the same time, that's when I really learned like, okay, if you really want to do this and take responsibility for yourself, like, like internalize what he's taught you and do it. And then the training wheels have to come off and yeah. you have to do it for yourself and, and, like you said, by the by the eight weeks, you should have those habits like kind of locked in where you're like, okay, well, this is what I was doing before and, you know, I'll just keep doing it. And I think people get impatient because that's the thing. Like people are surprised by my transformation, but they don't realize like how many weeks it's been. Like it's been a long time. Like it's a little bit like you, you like, and that was another thing too in the beginning. Like you were telling me, yo, like. Don't get down on your, like half a pound. That's good in the beginning. Two pounds. Yeah. Okay. Now we're making progress. But like, I think, you know, especially when you're looking at that scale and you're doing all this work, there's so much going on with your body at the time that you're not really realizing it. And I think mm -hmm. if people really understood and zoomed out of the bigger picture of what's going on, they would kind of see it. And I think that's what, in a weird way, that's what the pandemic did for me. It slowed life down. It allowed me to just hone in and focus on on what my tasks were at hand and, and get it done. But I know we were talking about how, you know, like this became a, a real thing for us. But for you, you took it like to the next level on your journey. So I want to ask you about your your bodybuilding background and, and what what was the spark where you were like, you know what, I'm losing weight, but I, I want to go enter a bodybuilding competition now. Yeah. Um, I think it was okay. So I, at the time I was, uh, working with eat naked LA, which is a meal prep company out of Los Angeles. And they're amazing. Yeah. Fernando is great. The whole company is progressing so much. And they, they, they did a lot for me in the sense of, um, when I started competing or when I went into that world that the, you know, the feeding me and all the good things. So, um, so basically Fernando knew his trainer, um, Miguel, whom, is a uh, bodybuilding coach. And I had mentioned to Fernando that I had, I was interested in it because I kind of just wanted to mentally take myself to the next level because I kind of felt stagnant. Like I lost the weight and I was happy. Yeah. I felt stagnant. I felt like, ah, like I just, I'm missing a big piece of the puzzle that for some reason my soul needs. Right. And it wasn't bodybuilding that I, that needed to happen. It was the lessons that I learned through bodybuilding that needed to happen for me. Okay. Um, I decided to do my, do, do my show and that process taught me a lot up here. Um, I hadn't experienced that throughout it. I lost 80 pounds on my own and didn't experience that. I mean, to a certain degree, that same level of, of in the trenches as I did, you know, preparing for my 20, I, I did a 20 week prep. So that's 20 weeks of imagine doing the program you did for 20 weeks, but you get less and less food as the time gets further and further in. Yeah. Um, and I think it was just the grind and also like the discipline and, and 
making it work. I did a lot of traveling for work during that 20 weeks. I, and I also had went through all the holidays. So I went through Thanksgiving. I went through Christmas, New Year, New Year's, um, a few birthdays. Um, and I also went on to Vegas a few times for work. So my wife actually ended up mailing. We spent, you know, whatever we had to spend to get my food shipped to me overnight. Wow. So all my meal preps from Eat Naked, I brought a bunch with me on the plane. And then she she had uh, shipped a whole box for the whole entire week for me to Vegas, to my hotel. Like I was disciplined. Like there was no getting, knocking me off my diet. And, but what that taught me was a different way of dieting. Um, it taught me the science behind bodybuilding, dieting, and and what that feels like firsthand. Uh -huh. um, and it also taught me, you know, who I was. You know what I mean? I think I learned a lot about myself, um, especially towards the end of that end of that process. I learned a lot about myself, and I think if more people learn what I learned about myself, which you can't really explain, I think that more people would be healthy and fit. Yeah. Um, because now I take it to the like I'm just passionate about it because I just understand the importance and how powerful it is. You know, like we we were talking about, you know, everything with COVID. Like if, right. if more people understood how powerful having a healthy body is, they they, they would be unstoppable. They would be everyone would do this, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I just I got on stage and it was a great experience. Um, it was a great experience slash the hard experience because I had never done that before. And it was definitely a different world for me. Um, I, I often think about if I would do another one, but you know, I, I'll let that be a coin toss for now. Um, I'm really passionate about like just bodybuilding in general. And so now that I'm so in deep on the nutritional side, I just feel like it goes hand in hand and maybe one day I'll, I'll, I'll do another show. We'll see. But for now, I just want to continue experimenting on myself, you know, yeah. um, January 1st of this year, I put on a lot of weight over COVID man. Like <laughs> I, I, I maintained through the summer and I was perfectly fine. I was happy. And then August, September hit. And I was just like, Psh, let's just have a good time. Let's work out <laughs> when we work out. And, uh, January 1st, um, 2021 i took i took my before photo mm -hmm. and i since that day i've been working and i'm gonna probably post my um after photo um memorial weekend i think maybe maybe uh, the week after but we'll see um but i've so far i've i've i was 212 in january 1 now i'm uh currently 185 Dang. so so i'm just cutting it down but i'm taking all the principles that i i learned from bodybuilding i'm taking the principles that i learned from um you know just doing it on my own with lose, losing 80 pounds and the bigger the bigger picture out of all of it was was nutrition for me yeah. hands down that was the big uh piece of the puzzle that was missing in my life was understanding the nutritional side yeah um and that's what everybody struggles with definitely you know, I, with that, I think so. it's it's really interesting that you say what you're saying in terms of like the self-discovery piece about it too right because how you said you can't explain like you'll go through that journey, but you can't really fully explain it. Like I get, I'm getting compliments today just because people haven't seen me in a while. You know, like we've been in lockdown, so people will see me, you know, over Zoom. But like when they see me in person, it's a trip because they're like, this is a completely different person. Yeah. But like crazy, bro. You look crazy different. <laughs> but as as flattering as that is, like I think what I take out of it more is is like what you said, the self 
dis- you learn so much about yourself that it's really hard to explain. It's you just totally. feel better, and and so much of it is in your mind and how you perceive things, and and like you were saying, the discipline to get through it. Um, but I know that you know a lot of people struggle with that, and a lot of people struggle with starting and and just getting in the right mindset. This segues really well into Ampletics, and we haven't really done a plug for Ampletics. So, where can people find you, real quick, for Ampletics? Yeah. Oh Instagram? man, Ampletics! Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at a m p l e t i c s. Um, Ampletics, man, I created Ampletics basically to sum all of this up. You know, and I made it to where I, I created an online platform for people to reach out to me and ask for my assistance, you know, and um, and I've helped a lot of people change. And I think it never gets old. Like I literally every time I get a client that finishes my eight week program and I see their before and there's so many before. And oh, my goodness, like I always want I don't want to say this on social media ever because I don't want to sound like a you know, I'm that guy, but there's so many before and afters that I can't post that I wish I could post. Right. I all, I'm very respectful of everybody's, you know, wishes as, as far as like, Hey, don't post before and after. A lot of people don't want that. Right. Yeah. And so I remember in the I, beginning for me, I was like, don't post any of my stuff. Right. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You didn't want anything posted, which is perfectly, hey, listen, that's respectable. Like you want to keep it to yourself. This is your thing. Totally yeah. fine. And I, I get that. But some of my before and afters, man, I'm just like, yo, you would inspire like so many, like you are a great example, would inspire so many of the people from your own vessel, you know, just because of your journey. Like the one thing I think, I remember being in the gym during my journey, my weight loss journey, and a trainer was in there. He's actually a big influencer. I won't say his name. He's a big influencer on social media. And something he told me was, he said, you know, a before and after, uh, goes a long way you you can reach a lot of people for a lot of years like my before and after that i dropped in 2000 my i don't even remember 2016 2017 um still to this day i'll get a dm from yeah. somebody yo man i'm super motivated by you your journey is inspiring like i get that all like, randomly that's, that's the boat picture uh the boat photo to my shredded photo yeah, yeah. yeah. um that's the that's typically the one um, that, that, that I get most messages from. And I find that still to this day it happens, you know? And so, so I just kind of, I always tell people like, yo, like your journey can really inspire somebody today, tomorrow, and a year from now, like if you chose to post it, you know, and, and I don't think everybody needs to post it. I mean, I get a lot of dancers and a lot of dancers that I work with, they don't want the industry seeing what they look like, you know what yeah. I mean? And I respect that. Um, you want to, you know, they, they kind of want to keep their, their people's eyes on the, on the better version of them and right. whatever, yeah. I get it. But in the same breath, like, dude, like the story is so much deeper than that. Like show people, it's you true. know, but so I created, I created athletics for people that were up for the challenge, you know, um, obviously you, you just, you chose to do it on a COVID year, which was interesting for me because I had to like reset a lot of things up because, <laughs> I had typically worked from an app. So I have a yeah. fitness app. Which I was um, looking I, forward to. I was like, all right, we're going to do the app. We're going to like maybe Zoom. Yeah. And then you're like, no, we're just. And then, yeah. And so basically because the app was built for the gym, yeah. like it hadn't been updated to have at-home workouts mm. uh, inputted it, input inside of it yet. Um, 
So I had to completely write people's programs from scratch, yeah. um, which I had, that's how I started. So that was not a big deal for me. But the at home aspect was where I had to like really dive in and like uh, program myself. I would have to go, you know, in my gym and like do workouts to figure out, okay, this person has this at home. This person has nothing at home. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I had to figure out what was going to be sufficient, right? Um, enough for people to get a good workout in and feel good about themselves. So I had to program that myself and like I had to make I, you have to make things a certain level of difficulty for for the average. So that was a hard part for me because I, you know, being in shape at the time, for me, it was easy to like overdo it for people. Right. And I still to this day, I get messages. Yo, man, I couldn't finish that workout, which I love. I love that. I love when people, especially in the beginning stages, say they cannot finish the workout. And then by the end, it's like, oh, I finished the workout. No problem. Actually, I did. I did two of the workouts that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's what it ultimately uh, ultimately changes into. So I kind of like the idea now. But yeah, COVID really even brought me some challenges uh, for my clients. But I made it work. I made it happen. And we had people like you, you know, progress as much as you progressed and and i'm grateful i'm grateful that we were able to do it even with all the challenges that surrounded us you know last year so yeah, i think i you know i'm grateful that the stars aligned and and as much as it did limit what was possible like i'm glad that we stripped away a lot of that stuff because you know i think people when i say people i mean me included right i i would put so many excuses and barriers in my way to be like well we don't have a gym well we don't have the app well i don't know i'm not gonna see him i was just like you know what i want to i want to flip it on its head i want to try and do it the simplest way possible is it possible for me to lose this weight in quarantine in a home where everybody just has whatever they got laying around like whether it's bands or dumbbells or you know just a chair and just it's more about like that mindset of can I make this happen on a minimal effort, like, you know, without all the bells and whistles, which I love. All the, like, uh, you know, I was a member of, uh, you know, certain gyms and I love being around people because they inspire you to, to push harder. Yeah. But like this was like, again, a, a different type of journey where I was like in the desert with you <laughs> as my shaman across the country. <laughs> guiding yeah, me like i was texting cool and i was like i don't know man like this workout is rough i don't know what to do out here and you're like just yeah. keep pushing man just keep Push, yeah keep doing it and, and yeah i remember i remember like we every check-in with you you know you would you would explain the hardships and all that kind of thing those types of things and i was like just keep going bro like it's gonna suck it, there's no way around and not sucking yeah. right and you just have to accept the suck and once you literally like accept the suck it, the progress becomes so much so much more enjoyable because over time like yeah the workouts are gonna burn the diet's gonna suck sometimes but listen like either one or you don't yeah. you know what i mean and there's also a certain point of you have to diet like i believe you know when i get because i was an overweight person myself i this from an overweight point of view when i get you know anyone that's overweight that signs up for my program and they, they lose 12 to 15 pounds and, and they don't seem happy about it. I have to remind people what 12 to 15 pounds feels like, because I'm like, yo, put that 12 to 15 pounds back on you when you work out and tell me how you feel by the end of your workout. Mm. Like put a, put a weight vest on and put that 30 pounds that you lost on your body. 
and tell me what you feel like at the end of a workout. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, like that is a lot of weight. Five pounds is a lot of weight to carry around. I mean, I just feel like so many people just forget that and they're like, yo, no, you got to keep going because another 15, 20 pounds is going to, that's when you're going to start looking different, you know? Uh, I think people get caught up with that too. Like, oh, I don't feel like I looked. I had a client the other day, an in-person client. She said that she's lost 30 pounds. Um, her doctor loves her progress. She's been killing it. She says she, she's been taking photos. She saw uh, a recent photo of herself that she took and she wasn't happy. She felt like she lost 30 pounds, but she didn't look different. And I was like, yo, like, no, you got to keep going. Like, this is, don't, don't flip your negative, don't flip your mind and think negative. You know, start to think like, okay, I, I did 30, let me do another 30. You know what I mean? Like, let me do another 30. Let me keep going. I've already shown myself that I can lose this weight, so why not continue going? And that's where the difference happens. Sometimes people get right up to that goal and they and they just can't see it and then they stop, right? They, they're digging, 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 and they stop right before they get to where they need to be. And then they, you know, they slowly kind of put, dig, put themselves back into that hole. And if they were to just had worked, you know, a week more, two weeks more, a month more, they would have broken through that plateau and been able to get there. And I was that same way. I remember I like I would take pictures and I would kind of show you and then I, I would be like, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's working. And, and but I think we we as humans and when we evaluate our evaluate ourselves at the mirror every day, we're not, you know, like, yeah, you get caught up in that negative space and you don't necessarily know what to look out for right you're just like oh this isn't working and you get caught up but then you were there to point out like no if you look at look at your look at your chin here look at like look at these subtle things that are happening you don't even know what it is but like that's 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 because you've been through through the desert so you know what what it entails and you're further along in the movie so to speak but yeah. like with Amletics, man, I, I know, like you said, you weren't interested in, in doing, well, you were interested in doing a show, but maybe, you know, like eventually we'll see. But I, I see where you're coming from with Amletics. It's just, you're doing so much and changing lives, right? Like what was the feeling of, you know, like I'm sure you get a lot of messages like mine where you're like, dude, we did it. Like uh, I'm in a happy place, but what is it like to 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 have that to be part of that. And I, I feel like that's kind of the fuel that, that keeps you going. Right. For athletics. Literally like every time I get a like you hit it on the nail, man. Every, every time I get a message from anybody, like when I yeah. saw, when I saw your, the, the, the post that you made, I literally was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, and then that feeling, think about that feeling with, with all these people that I'm working with, like that are successful. It just makes me, it reassures me that, this is my purpose, right? I felt, I feel like personally, I had to go through this so that way I'm, I was able to give back to the people. Um, and I think a lot of what I give back is, is a lot of what I felt was missing for me and the things that I wish I, that I had mm. um, during my journey. Um, because I've, you know, I've been through every level of the suck and like every pound for pound that I lost, you know, and I, I felt all, every single one and I know what, every single phase feels like and so i in my during my journey i that there were a lot of missing things that i wish i had and that's what i wanted to give back to people and i had to and i had to figure out a way to do that and that's how i created and athletics by the way stands for apply more pressure 
and how that that was actually birthed from me preparing for the bodybuilding competition. I was a uh, my cardio of choice that my coach had actually um, put me on was the stairmaster, and for twenty weeks I've climbed up, God knows how many steps <laughs> on that stairmaster, and it became my favorite piece of cardio equipment at the time. Um, I actually created something called the slow roast. So I would every time I would post, a, you know, me on the stairmaster, I would call it the slow roast, and it, and it caught on. A, a lot oh, of people I started. I remember seeing that. Yeah, the slow roast. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people started tagging me and like them on the, you know, stairmaster saying, oh, "I'm slow roasting Coolion." I'm like, that's <laughs> awesome. But um, yeah, I I did that and it got rough, man. Especially on those low, on those depleted weeks, I was just like, no, nah, man. It started off with apply pressure, apply pressure, apply pressure. You see that you see that all the time, like. Just in the fitness world in general, you apply pressure, apply pressure. And then one day I was like, that's not enough. I need to apply more pressure. I just said it. And I was like, it's kind of tight. Apply more pressure. And then I just kind of, I kept it. And then everybody kept telling me, I said, AMP, AMP, hashtag AMP. And everybody kept like, that knew what it was that, you know, asked me what it was. I would be like, they would, they would tell me it was a good idea. And I should like, you know, think about making that a thing. And so that's what, after like the 19th person, I was like, you know what? Let me make this a thing and and figure out what I want to do with it. So, so I did that and um uh, and you know and I had a couple of people I was training. You know Paris. Yeah. I was training. Shout out to Paris Paul. He's the actually the one you were training him, and I saw his progress in NoHo. I was like, okay, Paris, all right. Yeah. And then and then he he said it. He's like, yo, Coolion's got something going on. Like, yeah. hit him up. I was like, oh, really? Because we already knew each other, but I didn't like connect the dots until i saw you more and then then i saw paris and i was like okay and then yeah. and then covid hit and then that's when i was like all right it's time to reach out but yeah so you were training paris yeah paris he uh, is a big reason why i think it became an official he is a big reason why it became an official thing and um uh, i just shout out to him you know he he's paris is a good dude man he uh he knows how to like make people believe in something um on a different level you know, and when I think whenever Paris believes in something, I think, you know, he likes to kind of put that into you and like, oh, no, no, dude, like, go for it. That's what you should be doing, you yeah. know? And so I, I 100% respect and love him for that. And so shout out to Paris for that. But, um, but yeah, man, Amphletics, Amphletics, Amphletics. I uh, came up with Amphletics because I was trying to figure out how I wanted to, how am I going to do this, you know? Like, what am I going to call my business? What am I going to do, you know? And so I came up with Amp Athletics. And I saw that someone had already purchased that. So I was like, what about Amphletics? Boom. You know what I mean? It's yeah. the same. So I, I uh, created that and I had my first few clients. And, you know, thank God that they had great results because I was 100% guessing on a lot of things because I was nervous. Um, but I, I, I was guessing in the sense of like, I knew what to do with them in the beginning processes. I was just nervous and like just making decisions, you know, that I had to make that I felt like were, were necessary. And so it was a guessing game in the beginning, but thank God I, I rolled the right dice at the times, you know? So I learned a lot from those experiences and it was just up from there. I just, after I, after it clicked with like the seventh or eighth client, I was like, Oh, this is, this is easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is easy in the sense of like, I understand the human body, mm. you know? And I was, I was, you know, in the research doing what everything I had to do to make sure I stayed on top of it. And so until this day, I do all those things. So always trying to learn more. Um, I'm reading books. Like it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I do the podcasting or, I, or, or the podcasting and I, and I do the, um, 
what do you call it? Whenever you listen to uh, Audio Audible. Books? Yeah, Audible. Love Audible. Yeah, yeah. I love Audible. Um, but it just helps me out with understanding food, man. Yeah. Like, if the more you do research about food, the more in awe you really, you really become about what food can do to your body. Yeah. I mean, I think that was a big thing for me that, that really flipped the switch. And uh, once I got the exercise habits in, then, then I started like going on that next journey of understanding food. But um, man, bringing it full circle, Ampletics, cool. make sure you go follow. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, Ampletics. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I, excited. I know that, you know, as we as we come to a close here, you know, the, for the listeners at home who who are thinking about getting on on an exercise regimen, we're thinking about, you know, eating healthier. What are some parting words of wisdom that you can impart to our listeners who are just trying to get trying to trying to jump in the pool, but they're not ready yet or they're not they're unsure? What what can you what can you tell everybody? Um. Well, first of all, a lot of people they're unsure because they're so used to the, what they're used to. Um, change for anyone is hard. Um, you know, it was even hard for me. Change to like change up your regimen and change up your life to fit to fit this healthy lifestyle. For a lot of people, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. But what people have to understand is, you know, I like to add on years to my life. You know, I want to be able to live as long as possible. And the best way to do that is to to feed your body what it needs. And you're, you're struggling right now with just trying to get off the couch and figure that part out. But the biggest thing you can ever do, and and as raw as it sounds, is just get up and do it. You know what I mean? There's no like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Literally, you see memes about it. You see quotes about it. Like, don't think about getting up tomorrow. Get up right now and do it. You know what I mean? Because it, it's going to take time for you to build a habit. And if you don't even allow yourself to build a habit, there's you're not going to get anywhere. You know? And so I just encourage people to like, apply more pressure to their lives and find out who they really are, you know? Well said. It's, it's, it's true. Like, you know, people see me and they're looking for, I don't know if they're looking for like this long list or like this secret recipe or secret diet or magic bullet of like what it is, but it's tough because it's, it's, it's so simple of like what they say, you know, enough water, uh, healthy eating, uh, proper eating, and uh, exercise, regular exercise, and the steps are so simple, but the execution, oh is, yeah, is the tough part, and that's where, like we said, you, you're 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 in that journey, um, to to confront yourself in it. Yep. But Coolion, uh, thank you so much for making the time, man. Make sure you guys follow Coolion Amletics on oh. Instagram. Reach yep. out, take action today, and uh, thank you so much for making time, man. Anything else you want to say? No, nah, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you having me, man. And you did a great job and you should be proud. And I'm sure you're still killing it, doing your thing. And uh, you look amazing. So I appreciate you, man. Thanks for trusting me. Appreciate you, man. All right. That's it for our show. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time.